hello hello lovelies it's lady d here and remember i told you guys i had a surprise for you guys so here is the surprise ladies just say hi hi hey so the surprise is i'm no longer going to be doing the show by myself i decided that it would be way better to have my sisters here with me so i'm gonna have them introduce themselves really quickly um who want to start first Hi, I'm Sedania. How old are you? I am 22 years of age. And? Hi, I'm Shannon. And I am 42 years younger. And y'all know I ain't never telling y'all my age. You tried it. But anyway, <laughs> so guys, we decided, well, I decided it would be great to have like a sister talk because, you know, it's good to say how I feel about things. And I always tell you, oh, I speak to people and people tell me this. So now you can actually hear what the people have to say. And we all can do it together. So today's topic is actually, um, we're going to be touching on fixing people. Now, when I say fix people, I don't necessarily mean just in a relationship. I just mean overall, you know, in terms of fixing people. So let's start off with how do you guys feel? About the idea of trying to fix people like what, what do you think about it i think they have to want to be fixed i mean well not fixed but they have to want to change you mm -hmm. know you can't force change on somebody that doesn't want it you know you'll drain yourself you'll tire yourself out mm -hmm. so you pray about it and plant the seed and allow god to order it mm -hmm. i feel the same exact way you know mm -hmm. i've tried to fix people and honestly it's completely draining and just at the point, you just have to leave them, leave them up to God and give them over to God and let God do with them. Mm -hmm. So do you ladies actually believe that fixing someone is even a thing? Do you even believe like that's a thing? Or do you think it's just a stigma that we go, oh, I can fix this person? Like, do you actually believe that is a thing? I think we want it to be a thing because we love people so much sometimes. Or sometimes we're like afraid to start over to be to be alone when we were with somebody for so long. Mm -hmm. So then we want to fix them, but sometimes we just gotta let it go. So do you think like, for you guys, do you think fixing is always a relationship thing? When I say relationship, I mean in terms of a boyfriend, a girlfriend, husband, a wife, or can it be a mother, daughter, or siblings kind of thing? Yeah. Honestly, I think it's all, all around, all mm -hmm. types of relationships, because there be times me being a mother, there's times I wish I could fix certain things that my children are doing not understanding i just have to let them go and let them make their own mistakes and mm -hmm. stopping myself from making that you know that mistake from trying to fix that mistake is that hard for you it's very hard especially when you see where it can end up at and it's mm -hmm. not always good mm -hmm. and you always try to come out like okay i'm gonna try to do my best to help them but a lot of times sometimes they don't want to be helped or they feel like they know what they're doing Right. And it's hard to let that go because you don't want to see the loved one suffer right. at all like that. Right. You know, that's what's hard for me, seeing somebody that I love suffer. I know for me, in terms of fixing, like, I literally did, like, a little preview on my um, IG page about um, letting things go. And I think this sort of falls into it where I was just simply saying, like, okay, some people you have to leave them alone. You can't fix them. You can't fix them. And you just got to let them do what they do. Like I said in the video, I'm like, look, you ain't Bob the Builder, okay? You you can't be out here fixing things. They ain't houses. You just, you just can't do it. You know what I mean? I just feel like a lot of us get mixed up with loving someone so much that we think mm -hmm. fix is the thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, like, 
even like you, Shannon, I do have kids and oh honey, I don't I don't try to fix them. I just be like, Jesus fix me because or just say Jesus fix it. Jesus You understand what I'm saying? So do any of you feel like in terms of parents, do you guys have any you know you know what? Let's go this way. If you had some advice to give to someone that you may know that right now is trying to fix something or you know when these young ladies listening what would you say to them what would be your thing to say to them i would honestly tell them to focus on yourself mm. you can't worry about fixing everybody you got to take the beam out your eye before you take it out anybody else and me just being just being going through certain things situations right now as i'm speaking I'm learning how to shift my focus mm. on what matters. And right now, it matters is what I'm supposed to do, what my assignment is for my life, what God has for me, and to just make sure, you know, that I'm good. Because your mental health has to come first right. before anybody. Because if you're not good for, for yourself, you're not going to be good for anybody. So my advice would be is to take that same energy that you try to pull somebody else to fix them, put it on yourself mm. if you try to fix yourself through God. Mm-hmm. Have God help you and lead you and right, guide right. you to fix yourself. And I'm, trust me, I'm learning that. And it's the best thing that I could ever do for myself. Sadinia? Well, one thing I always ask God when I'm praying is to show me who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, show me who I am. Because maybe sometimes when we're thinking we need to fix somebody, sometimes it's also how we're taking it. Mm-hmm. So I need God to change me. Mm-hmm. I want to change, so I ask God oh, I like to change that. me so that I love that I can approach things differently. Nice, nice. Um, I can pretty much my advice would be pretty much piggybacking off of Shannon and Sedania. I feel like focus on yourself first before you even attempt, or overall, just don't even attempt. It doesn't make you a bad person if you don't attempt to fix somebody. I'm not saying not to help the person. I'm saying not to try to fix the person. That is a big no-no. Focus on yourself, have the energy in yourself, and protect your own peace because that's the worst thing ever when you're so caught up in everybody else that you forget yourself. And sometimes in forgetting yourself, you kind of make things even worse in trying to help them. Because now it's like, I'm trying to help you and you don't want to take my advice. Oh, my God. And now everybody's mad and everybody's angry. So, ladies, thank you, guys. I can't wait to do more podcasts with you guys. I love y'all. So, guys, if you haven't noticed, the name on the podcast is still just a voice. But now it also says Sister Talk because I'm going to be having my sisters in Christ here with me. Um, Like I always say at the end of it, I love you and you are Amazing. Hello, lovelies. It's Lady D here. Hey, it's Shannon. And Sedania. And we're back with another sister talk. You know how it is. That voice. One, two, three. You know, it's just us here. And today, we're actually going to be talking about guilt. What do you think should make us feel guilty? Should we feel guilty? When do we let go of guilt? When do we hold on to guilt? So who wants to start first? Um, I'll start. So sometimes, you know, we do ask, we ask God for forgiveness. And he'll forgive us. But because we can't forgive ourselves, we think God can't forgive us. Mm-hmm. So I know that that's... You know, like we have to learn to let it go too, to forgive ourselves sometimes. Because mm-hmm. we just hold on to it and we punish ourselves way more, mm-hmm. you know, 
than any than anybody you know sometimes we're our own worst critic right just in advance let me just apologize for the noise because where we are actually recording right now we're like very close to a street ladies and gentlemen so i apologize in advance um shannon um to piggyback off of what sadina was saying it's true because i'm i even found myself at times where god has forgiven me about something but yet i haven't forgiven myself and i hold myself accountable to the point where i can't move forward because I feel like, you know, I'm just not there yet, or I'm not good enough, or I don't feel worthy enough because of mm-hmm. of something, you know, that I did. And I'm very hard on myself. And, you know, even God literally had to speak to me about that. He's like, why are you harder on yourself than I am? You have to learn how to let things go because mm-hmm. at times when you hold on to this guilt, people can sense that and they will take advantage of you doing that because they know that you feel guilty or you feel bad Perfect. so they yeah, would that's good. they would that's take, take advantage of you so you have to be healed from that from that guilt so that way you won't be a doormat or you 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 know nobody will be able to take advantage of you to get what they want to get because they know you feel bad for what you did it's, that's that's so good because literally i was i was that's a question that i was going to ask how do you deal with someone who just wouldn't let you let go of something and it's just like they're trying to beat you up beat you up with the girls i know for me um for a long time i used to just hold on to things like i'm not gonna lie i was one of those people that i could have something could happen in elementary school and honey i'm way older than elementary school and it would still come back to me and i never understood that so i started working on myself where it's just like okay sis let it go so I just want to know what do you guys all do when that one person or two person keep bringing back up because sometimes guilt really plays a big part in oh this happened in my past or that just happened so what do each of you guys do to to deal with that when someone throws something at you or tries to beat you up with guilt what do you do well now that I've gotten a a lot better uh, relationship with God. It's not as I'm not as hard on myself as I used to be. Because mm-hmm. even if I slip up, I say, you know what? I acknowledge that I made this mistake. Mm-hmm. I ask God for forgiveness, and then I move on. I say, all I can do is learn from right. it, you know, or tell the truth, shame the devil. Some right. things I already talked about, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't I don't hold on to it. So if someone brings it up, that's their business. Mm-hmm. And like, I know with me, I'm still dealing with it because I'm a, I I defend myself a lot, and I have to get out the habit of yes defending myself yeah. to people. You said what you, you said. Know, I said what I said. said that's yeah. it. I don't have to explain myself. Yeah. And then a lot of times they see you as the bad guy because all of a sudden, what they used to use you dealing with or taking, you don't want to take it no more. Yeah. And they want to come back to you. Oh, why you try to be? You know why? Why you try to cause an argument? You know, why you acting like this? Why you got to get extra? It's not yeah. that I'm getting extra. It's that I will no longer let you use my past to define who ah, I am. Ah, that's yes. good. That's they good. Use reverse psychology. Using your past yeah. to yeah. define who I am. I, so mm-hmm. I don't have to explain to you who I am. If you can't see it, that's not my business. I heard somewhere they say, like, what you think of me is really none of my business. That, I love yeah. that. I so love that. What you think of me is none, none of my I business. Like I like that. I think that's great for a shirt. Mm-hmm. I know... Um, a lot of people, yes, we talk about God and how much God has helped us. I know not everybody may know God 
or whatever. And, eat, uh, and don't get it twisted. Even though you know God, there's nothing wrong with getting a little extra help, i.e. therapy. A lot of Please people fail to realize therapy that. helps yes. a lot yes. in letting go. Yes. You know what I mean? Because sometimes the guilt will eat you up more than anything else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You have to be able to look yourself in the mirror and go, okay, am I okay with this? Can I sleep at night knowing mm -hmm. A, B, C, D? And like you said, not having somebody constantly throw what they think you did mm -hmm. at you. And you have to be able to say, okay, I'm not going to tolerate it. Like I know I made a statement, um, and this could pretty much go into the guilt thing where I had to say like, I can't allow anybody in fixing themselves to break me. Yes. So, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. So, even though you want to fix yourself and you may say and do something and go, well, you did this, you did this, you did this. I'm not saying I don't acknowledge what I did. But if I apologized already, then I'm not apologizing again. I'm, That's right. I'm so sorry. There's about so many, so much apologies I can personally give. Yeah. So, while you're fixing you, I do not give you permission to break me to right. fix you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what's helping me in terms of dealing with guilt. And moving on. Yeah. Like, I've had somebody said to me, like, oh, my God, I did this to somebody and I can't let it go. And... I'm like, well, why can't you let it go? Oh, because what if they feel this way about me? Which goes back into what you said. Mm -hmm. Honey, how they feel about you ain't none of your good Yeah, because once you say, once you say I'm sorry, it's like and genuinely me. And genuinely me. Let's get back to that. When you say sorry to a person, that means that you're not doing it again. That means you're turning back from, you mm -hmm. know? And mm -hmm. people take that word for granted they use it a lot just to pacify really situ oh, really situations really. but they go right back around and do the same thing right and it's like okay you want me to let this thing go you you know i have to accept your apology because if i want to be forgiven if god wants to forgive me i have to be able to forgive the other person mm -hmm. so that's what i do but it gets to the point that the sorry becomes less meaningful because it's like you just saying it just to say it but your actions and your parents patterns don't lead up to mm -hmm. what you're saying mm -hmm. and then at the end of it all, all the stuff, then I I can start feeling guilty because it's like, dang, like, you know, yeah, this person says sorry, but in the back of my head, they don't mean it. And I start feeling bad, mm -hmm. which I have no reason to feel bad for because at the end of the day, I didn't do anything. Right. People feel to realize another way to deal with guilt is you have to be responsible, responsible mm -hmm. yeah. for yourself, mm -hmm. your actions. Mm -hmm. I've also learned with, I mean, I've gone through this within the last three, four years maybe, I've also learned that if you've said sorry, okay, and you meant it, and they don't want to accept it, or they say yes, but they bring it back up, you can, you can no longer feel guilty if you've already acknowledged mm -hmm. and put forth the effort to fix. Yeah, yes. Get your emotions out of it. Yes. yes. Now this is on them. Mm -hmm. You cannot feel guilty, but then with that being said, you also have to understand, just because you told somebody sorry... And they say they forgive you doesn't mean y'all have to be cool. They mm -hmm. can forgive you and still not talk to you. So yep. you cannot feel guilty if they don't talk to you. Yep. They may have just accepted your apology, but just decide, eh, you're yeah. not my cup of tea. Yeah. You have to be okay with that too. Yep. You cannot go beat yourself up like, oh my God, they're not talking to me. So they don't take my apology. So there's mm -hmm. so many A, B, and C, D scenarios where it's like, they really did accept your apology. Why are you beating yourself up just because they don't talk to you? Okay. 
you're not their cup of tea. Like, like somebody said to me, you know, some people like black licorice. Not everybody like it. Everybody does not like black um, licorice. It's, it's, it's an acquired taste. Peace. Exactly. And it comes back to that again. Yeah. Even with yourself, stop beating yourself up. Yeah. Protect yeah. your peace. You mm-hmm. know, you have to go on with your day, no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. The world doesn't stop for you. So you got to stop for you sometimes. Yeah. And just love on yourself mm-hmm. and protect your peace. So my question is, what is one of the things you do to protect your peace in dealing with guilt? I know for me, it's, I like to be by myself. Before, when I used to love music, and I still love music, but I find for me to deal with guilt or me protecting my peace because of someone trying to guilt me or whatever, I like silence. Silence, oh my God, I love silence. I could be in a room and not hear a thing, and that is the best feeling in the world. I don't remember a piece of anything. I don't care who felt this way. I know I said sorry. I have no reason to feel guilty. I'm here in this nice, beautiful, quiet silence. What do you guys do to cope or deal with guilt? Also, I pray, but you know. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I do that, and, and then I listen to music and do my makeup. That's, you know, as a makeup artist, it's just very therapeutic for me. You yeah, know? y'all. Y'all don't know. Sadina <laughs> out here. She out here beating so these faces. She's beating, she's beating them. Okay. Not, not literally. Makeup. Get, makeup, guys. Makeup. <laughs> <laughs> and Shannon, what do you do? <laughs> Honestly, um, I find that if I, like what she said, listen to music. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of worship. Where I, I can get into a space once my kids allow me to, <laughs> and um, just to be able to pour out to God like how I feel it, you know, like you know the emotional side to shed tears to just you know yes. to purify myself that way instead of holding it in, but be able to have that moment that I could just let everything release. out and that release to give it yeah. to God and try to leave it there for Him and like mm-hmm. you know what that's what I've been doing lately. I just been like you know what. Let me listen to certain sermons. Uh-huh. And lately, a lot of sermons that I've been listening to has been dealing with situations that's been going on right now. So that's been really helping me. But just basically getting my mind focused on God and yeah. just help me, you know, just get back to that point where it's like, okay, you cry, dust yourself off. Let's, yes. keep, let's, keep, yes. let's keep going. So that's what yeah. I've been doing. And just to piggyback off what you said that's about healthy. crying. Yeah, that's healthy. That yeah. is super helpful. Like, I remember I used to feel bad if I cried. Me so too. for a long time I Me stopped too. crying Me because too. I saw that as being weak. Me too. It's like, oh yeah. no, only Me weak too. people cry. So yeah. I I'm not crying. Yeah. I don't care. And people used to think I was cold. And it wasn't that. It was just, you know, me just protecting me. So I can say I like that idea of crying because it's a release. Mm-hmm. And once you but with that being said, ladies, with this whole thing with guilt it's it's a real fickle and it's a real sensitive thing if you decide to cry and release after you've apologized you have to leave it there you gotta yes, let, it go. let it go you leave can't cry apologize and then come back again and still walk around holding it that's that's what the guilt is yeah that's how guilt beats you up yeah so for a lot of people who don't understand what guilt is guilt is you holding on to things and allowing this thing to just beat you up and make you feel miserable and eat you up inside you know you can't let that happen you cannot let your past, you cannot let, oh my God, this is something I wanted to do for myself and I failed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. make you guilty. That's a big, that's you know a big what I mean? That's another major thing for guilt. Like yeah. I know for me, I, I used to be like, yeah, I'm getting all my own business. And mm-hmm. but I mean, listen, let me tell you something, okay? I might still do it, okay? But I cannot sit and feel bad because I didn't start the business. Yes. You know what I mean? So yes. guilt is a fickle thing. Guilt is real. Is real, you know? Let it go. And also, it's a frozen. Process. Let it go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It, it is a <laughs> no, And also it is okay. also it is a process. <laughs> because there be times like you cry and you feel like you let it go and you left it there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you end up picking it back up. That's why I said you gotta leave yeah, no, it there. You gotta learn how to leave it there. And it's a process, I'm telling you, ladies. Yeah, it, you're not it, gonna get over it in one day. In one day or one it takes week. a while. You it have takes to, you growing. You it's have growth. to make up your mind to decide, you know what? This I'm is not what pick, I want. this is what I want. If I mm-hmm. want my piece, I'm gonna just leave it there and that's it. I'm not picking it up no more. You know, so next time when somebody try to throw something in your face, but like, well, they ain't got nothing to do with me. Because like I said, what you think about me is none of my business. Right. So, Dina, um, any parting words you want to say? Yes, I have one thing to say, too. Um, You know, I used to feel guilty about crying because I used to feel like there's people going through worse than what yes. I'm going through. Oh, that's yes. beautiful. And yeah, beautiful. You know, I've, I've learned that it truly, truly is healthy. You don't have to feel guilty no, about crying. No. It's it's natural to feel sad sometimes, to feel mm-hmm. happy. That really to releases joyous. stuff to yeah. help the body. Yeah, let it just let it yeah. happen. Not yeah. only that, but the Bible says, "Those who um shall sow in tears shall reap in joy." That's so fair. every tear that you cry, God is storing up all your tears. And remember, yeah. whatever tear that you shed, He's gonna replace it with, with something with good. Some, with something good. I love some that. Joy. I love so, that. So, does anybody have any parting words? Because before the parting words, Sadinia, well, excuse me, Sadinia is going to give us, because ladies and gentlemen, from now on, we want to leave you guys with a scripture every, you know, every episode, something that you can look up and, you know, help you meditate on it. So, Sadinia is going to read the scripture that she has. Yes. So, I'm going to read 1 Peter 5 and 10. Mm Mm-hmm. And the scripture says, But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by grace, Jesus, after a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. So that is perfect for this particular session. Yes. You read that scripture, say words from again. First Peter 5 and 10. And that's just... He will establish you. We will get to a place where we get strength. And don't be afraid to ask for help. If you feel guilty and you need something, like I said before, there's therapy. Yes. There's a pastor. There's a mother. There's And then for those of you who feel like you don't have anybody, I want you guys to know we now have a Facebook page, um, Sister Talk Facebook page. We also have our IG page. So you guys can actually reach out and ask us questions. Reach out and talk to us and we will respond. Yes, so again, well. we do have a sister talk page. The same picture that you see on this podcast is a picture you're going to see. So you can't mistake because I, I apparently there's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of sister talk. But ours will definitely have our picture, IG and everything. Feel free to follow these pages. Feel free to reach out. We are going to actually start putting up questions on there yes. for people to have discussions if you want to answer or whatever. So we're here for you guys. And again... We love you, and you are amazing.